If you're not familiar with the term brain rush, here's a quick crash course. It's how I describe those moments when idea after idea seems to rush into your head without warning. Or any way to stop them. It's not quite the same as a flow state. It's what happens before you actually have the chance to act on any of those new ideas coming at you so fast. Inspiration has become much more of a marketing tool in the digital age than anything else. People spend a lot of time actively looking for the motivation to get stuff done instead of actually getting stuff done. Brain Rush isn't just something you can induce by looking at a bunch of Tumblr quotes. It just happens. But where do all these crazy ideas come from anyway? What triggers Brain Rush? And how do we control it? Stay tuned, because today I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you where ideas come from. I'm Meg, and you're listening to Brain Rush. Ideas are pesky little demons, if we're honest. They barge in, no warning whatsoever, make themselves at home, and absolutely refuse to leave. Some are good, some aren't. Some appear pleasant at first, yet turn out to actually be a nightmare. Before we can learn and practice how to control these monsters, we need to understand how they come to be. Ideas are environmental. They're biological, and they often come from concepts we've already learned and stored away in our brains for later, long ago. In his 2010 TED Talk, Where Good Ideas Come From, writer Stephen Johnson credits coffee houses for the spread of ideas throughout England in the 17th century. Environment, he claims, is a major factor here. When we surround ourselves with other people who also thrive on thought and intellectual growth, as we do, the gateways to our brains spring open. Almost like we're saying, hey there, thoughts, come on in, make yourselves comfortable. That's just a simple way of explaining what the heck our brains are actually up to when an idea starts forming. Not to get too much into the science here, but basically, in order for ideas to happen, different parts of your brain have to team up to make all the necessary processes align at the same time. Yep, even your brain understands the agony of group projects. And get this, the better these different parts of your brain work together, the more original, and therefore awesome, your idea becomes. Now, what did I just do when I compared the brain activity associated with creativity to working in a group? I made a connection between something that's hard to understand and something you probably understand all too well. That, it turns out, is exactly the kind of thing our brains are wired to do. There's a theory out there that says creativity is deeply rooted in our ability to make connections between two completely unrelated things. That's right. Your ideas happen because, in third grade, your teacher made you learn analogies. And they came back to haunt you when you took the ACT. Take my probably now redundant analogy about ideas. I like to compare nurturing an idea, or writing, to raising a child. It makes sense to me for some reason, even though I'm not a parent yet. You get an idea, acquire a small human, and it's up to you to help it grow and develop. Eventually, 
Your idea matures enough to stand on its own. You finish writing a story, and it's time to say goodbye. Our brains develop in such a way that allows us to take one small spark of an idea and run with it as far as it will go. Ideas can be ruthless and tough to manage at times, but as a whole, an idea is in itself a masterpiece. It's a little bit of where you are and who you're with. The biological process is only visible through the use of technology and a lot about using what you already know and understand to create something completely new. Sometimes, being human is pretty cool. For further reading and the link to Stephen Johnson's TED Talk, see this week's show notes. Hey, before I go, I wanted to let you know that as an experiment, and for my own personal sanity, I'll be releasing a new episode of this podcast once a month. I'm a little busy with some other minor projects. So check your feeds again on February 15th for the next episode of Brain Rush. It's gonna be a good one. That's all for this week. Now get back to writing, or whatever creative thing you do when you're not listening to me. Brain Rush is a product of Novelty Revisions, where I help you put your ideas into words. Check it out at megdowell.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter, where I share my stream of consciousness thoughts about writing and stuff.